This is Brian Finale, and you're listening to the My Lead System Pro Podcast. The podcast for entrepreneurs who want to grow, get better, and rewire your mind for success so you can build the business of your dreams. And now, it's time to dig deep with an MLSP industry top earner. Let's rock. Welcome to another episode of the Miley System Pro Wake Up Call Podcast, and we have another amazing leader with us today. Stacey Hall is the gopher, yes, gal here, and she's doing it, man. She's free. She's at home, multiple revenue streams, top affiliate here, a coach here, and she's free. And we say all that stuff now, you know, very healthy um, six-figure business at home. You know, a few years ago, guys, gals, she was doing the business like most of us were taught. She ended up quite ill at a point where, like, she couldn't do it anymore. Something had to change if she was going to stay in sales, if she was going to stay in this profession and really go big because her body literally couldn't – I mean, she was done. She was done, her words. And then she found what we teach. She found her voice, found a different way of doing things and a way of attracting people who actually want to buy, and it changed everything for her. And I mean quickly, like within a matter of a few months, like 5X'd her business – right, shooting to the top of the leaderboards and pretty much anything she touched. And you know, just got a message from her that her fourth book now is coming my way, signed autograph. Yes, there are some perks when you, you're friends with Stacy and you're hanging. That's cool, right, guys? I mean, that's, I get a free, you know, an autograph book of, you know, of what she's up to. It's really neat stuff, guys. Actually, I think it's her fifth. Is this your fifth published book now? Did I say fourth? Uh, it's my third that I've written, and then I have two that I produced to give a voice to other people. So, yeah, right, right, right. book. Yeah, so cool. Uh, that that message, that Slack message this morning made me smile. And, guys, a lot – I mean, it's possible. Right? I don't know if you want to be an author or be a bestseller, but, I mean, gosh, when you learn these skills, you build an audience, uh, it's possible. And Stacy is a perfect example of that. Good morning, my friend. Welcome to the wake-up call. Brian, good morning. And, you know, I have such a smile on my face because I wrote this to you this morning. I don't know if you saw it. That, you know, sometimes we don't know. I would say oftentimes we don't even know when we see something that other people don't see. We just feel strange and different and wonder why we're the only one who sees it. And this is why I adore you so much because you have such a gift of being able to listen to people and hear what they're coming up with, what they're seeing that others don't, and, and like, pointing to it and go, do you know that that's, <laughs> that's really important? That's really valuable, what you just said, and that needs to get out there. So I want everybody here to know that this book, this new one that's coming out at the end of this month, would not have come if it hadn't been for Brian pointing at me when we were in Austin one time and saying, how did you know this? I don't know. It's just something I've seen for a long time. And he's like, do you tell people that? I'm like, well, I feel like I do, but I don't feel like anybody's listening. He's like, Brian says, you have to keep telling them. You have to. This is valuable. So, of course, you were going to get a copy of the book, Brian. You were the one who helped me birth it. So, I'm just thrilled, and for those of you who are wondering about the book, let me put it this way. If you've got my Go For Yes videos that are here at MLSP, then you've got the gist of the book, because that's what Brian and I turned that conversation into, was the Go For Yes formula. And 
in that formula, which if you're an MLSP member, it's in your training library, those videos that I recorded. And if you're not a member, you can ask a member to get them for you. It's pretty inexpensive. Uh, and it comes with MLSP uh, access as a member for 30 days as well. Just ask them for the go for yes with 30 days of MLSP deal, whoever brought you here. And uh, I'm going to tell you that one of the aspects of those videos that I don't spend a lot of time talking about up to now, and it just was like, hey, wait a second. The whole reason everybody wants to learn social media marketing, Stacey, is to make more sales. Why are you keep dwelling just on the beginning part? And, if, and it's because we can't just rush to the end. There is a process that we teach here at MLSP called building, engaging, and then selling to your audience. And I put so much emphasis usually on the build and engage part that I realized I haven't been on these Tuesday calls talking a lot about the selling part. So I'm changing that today with this wake-up call. And the topic today is none of us have a problem selling. None of us do. I'm going to ask you to please stop saying you can't sell or you have a problem selling because you don't. That is not where the problem is. I'm going to tell you where the problem is in a minute. But I want to make sure that you all start, like, as I always say, put down the bat, pick up the pom-poms, and give yourself credit that if you put selling into the category of suggestions, you make suggestions to people all the time. If you're a parent, you probably suggest to your children what they could wear that would make them look better than maybe their choices or what they might want to eat. That would be better for them than their choices, right? Parents make suggestions all the time. That's selling an idea. That is solving a problem, okay, with your friend. If your friend, you go shopping with a girlfriend. This is what girls do. You go shopping with a girlfriend. They try something on. They come out and they go, how does this look? And you make a suggestion that maybe, you know, it's not the best thing that they could choose. And you make a suggestion of something else for them to try on. You just sold an idea, and you do it all the time. Or you watch a movie, and then you're talking to a friend after that, and you're like, oh, my God, this is the best movie I've ever seen. Have you seen it? You just sold an idea. We do it all the friggin' day long. You've done it probably in your lifetime, going back to your childhood, when you, like, a friend is at the park and you're on the swing, and you're like, come on over and swing with me, it's the best ever! Who knows how many times you have sold an idea. So, the selling of the idea isn't the problem. And I think you're all with me on that now. You can sell. Say, I am a great salesperson. Because you are. Here's where the problem comes. Asking for money 
for your great idea. Because taking some of these examples, if you're shopping with a girlfriend and she comes out and you can suggest a different outfit, you probably would never say to her, now that's $5, please, for my suggestion. Or you call up a friend and go, oh, my God, I just saw the best movie ever. And they're like, okay, I'm going to watch it. You go, okay, so give me $10 for giving you that suggestion. We don't do that, right? I mean, like, that would be ridiculously rude. Except, who says? Why did that become rude? To give people a suggestion that really benefits their life. Like, I talked to somebody this morning. They're having a lot of issues with some health parts of themselves. We'll say it that way, being very careful not to give too much information. And they want suggestions. Well, you know what? It takes a lot of time to give suggestions and experience and all of that. And it's not really what I do these days. I used to. And I said, I just don't really give that stuff away for free anymore because it takes a lot of time. Like, I'm not just a friend offering one solution. I could offer a, a whole strategy for improving the health. So even though it's a friend, I am saying I would like to have an exchange for that. And if that makes me rude, oh, well. Because going to any other health professional, you might say, Stacey, you're not a health professional. Ah, but how do you know that? You don't know much about me. I kind of focus more on social media marketing. And I'm not using this for a reason to sell my services because I'm not. I mean, I just don't contact me for that because I'm not going to. What I'm saying is we don't know what other people's experience has been that makes them an expert on the subject. We only know for ourselves our experience that makes us an expert on a subject. And as an expert, we deserve to be compensated for that because they would go to any other expert that was not a friend and expect to pay, right? Yes, I am right on this. So I'm sure that everyone would agree with me on that, that we have really put in the time, the effort, and the money to gain the expertise that we have to be able to share with people, friend or not. You know, I call them future friends if they're not already a friend, as opposed to a prospect, a future friend. So why then is it so difficult to ask for the money? It's very, very simple. And you're probably going to laugh when I tell you what what the reason is. It's because we're treating our prospects or our future friends like our parents. Tell you, the minute most people make a suggestion and then feel uncomfortable asking for the money, it's because we used to ask our parents or whatever authority figure helped raise us, because if we're here, we got raised somehow for money. 
because it was the only way we could get it, was to ask or beg. Ask or beg. And there never seemed to be really a rhyme or reason whether we would get it or not. I mean, we, we would might do chores. We might have to work hard. And then we get some money. So, wow, doesn't that set something up here when it comes time to sell somebody? We think we have to give them an entire coaching session before they'll pay us for it. Like these folks who set up, I'll give you a free 60-minute consultation to prove my worth. That comes straight from do your chores first, and then I'll give you your allowance. Do you see the pattern? That was the rule in my household when I was growing up. But I didn't grow up in those other people's households. I'm not doing my chores and then get paid. I will give a few tips. I do a 15-minute consultation on one specific issue. I will tell them how I fixed it for myself, and then I will make my offer. Would you like my support in helping to fix it for you, with you, teach you how to do it? Because if so, if I teach you, I expect to get paid in response for that. Now, I would never have said that to my parents. It, I don't even want to say what would have happened to my household. But if I had said to my parents, you want me to clean the bathroom? Well, you pay me first. Because I can tell you how I will clean the bathroom, but I'm not cleaning that bathroom till you pay me. Can you imagine how that could have gone over? <laughs> And very late, go to your room, you're grounded for two weeks. Where then do you come up with that? And I'm going to tell you a story of uh, of somebody I know, and names will definitely be changed, not an MLSP number, where that kind of happened to her. So anyways, can you see that if we treat our prospects like our parents, we will Always, always give away too much on the hope that we will be paid. Okay? The other thing that we grew up with our parents, most of us, I, I, I listen, those who did not have parents like this somehow were taught to ask for money. They're fine. Maybe they grew up in a household of entrepreneurs. I grew up in a household where people worked for somebody else. And so that was their mindset. They had to do the work before they got their paycheck. So that was the strategy in my household. Do the work, Stacy, then you'll get your allowance. But the other part of it is I had to know when was the right time to ask for money. Okay? So if my parents didn't just like automatically remember to give me my allowance, then I had to strategically figure out when are they in a good mood? Is, do I do it before they go to work when they get home and they're tired? Do I wait till the weekend? It was like a constant, you're supposed to just give me money, but you haven't. 
So now how do I ask for it without getting in trouble? I hope you're all laughing because you know I'm right. Like we can see the Sivanon situation coming, but I'm telling you, this is how it was in my household. So can you imagine how it was like, okay, I don't know. Have I had enough conversation? Have I proven my worth enough to my prospect or my future friend? Is it okay to ask for that money now? How do I ask for it? What do I say? Oh, my God, the opportunity is this. Now it's really awkward silence. Okay, well, I guess I'll just have to hope that there's another time for me to talk to them and maybe ask them then. Because they don't go, how can I just pay you? Right? All right, you want to give me stuff for free? I'll take it for free. You don't ask me to pay you? Why should I pay you? It's just funny, really. So that's why we have to stop thinking these prospects or future friends are our parents. They're not. They're people who have a problem that they want to have solved. We own the solution. We own it. We've got the solution. We've proven to ourselves and to others that we could give this advice. And it's worth something. And it's worth to receive the money before it is given. Okay? When I go to my doctor, I now have to pay up front. I give them my credit card up front before I go into the room. They get paid. And then at the end, they give me an insurance form if I want it. They don't even process it. They get paid up front, then I get the services. Okay? If I go into any store, grocery store, I can put the stuff in my cart. That's true. I can say what I want to buy. But I am not getting out of that store until I buy it. This is the paradigm of selling. This is how it's supposed to go. They want something we have. They have to pay for it. And we get to tell them how they can pay for it. So that right there, what I just said, this is how to think about it. It's up to us to tell people how they can pay for the tips or the information in any form that they want to receive. We tell them how they can pay for it. Okay? Now, tomorrow night, the Wednesday webinar, nothing to pay for, even if you're not an MLSP member. I'm looking forward to hearing more about how to use ads to capture emails because I'm right in the midst of doing that strategy myself. So I'm definitely going to be there tomorrow night. In a few minutes, I'm going over to the Facebook page for My Lead System Pro, and I'm going to talk more about this concept, and I'd love to hear if you feel like I just gave you a paradigm shift that you can use this morning, and you know, you know, whether you're an MOSP member or not, this was my gift to you. I do want to hear what you took away from what I just shared, and the story I told earlier that I said that I would tell 
I'll be telling over on Facebook in just a few minutes on the My Lead System Pro business page. I am Stacey Ann Hall, better known as the Go For Yes Gal, and I am wishing you an abundance of sales, satisfaction, and success today, every day, every week, every month, every year. Thanks for being with me this morning. We'll see you over on Facebook. Bye. You have been listening to the My Lead System Pro Podcast with Brian Finale and the MLSP Leaders. To learn how MLSP can help you get more leads and make more money in your business starting today, visit www.mlsp.com and take your risk-free test drive. MLSP.com. That's MLSP.com, creating tomorrow's leaders today.